going to Florida, we're going to Florida, we're going to Florida. Boom shakalaka lak, boom shakalaka lak, we're going to Florida, we're going to Florida. Boom shakalaka lak, boom shakalaka lak. Don't stop that. Right. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Orlando. We're still waiting for another guest. So, in the meantime, I'm stuck with uh, Simon. Hello. 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 And there's been a big change in this other fella. He used to look like Benny Hill's sidekick. <laughs> He doesn't anymore. Now he looks like Lenny Henry. <laughs> it's Phil, formerly known as Bald oh, Phil. Yeah. Yes, I've grown my hair back finally. What's it like having a kinky afro? It's really nice, mate. It's, you know, I can touch it now. I can comb it. I can watch bits of it fall out like it used to, but... Are you a patchy, but are you like one of them embarrassing baldies where you've got big patches of baldiness? No, I've just got the front sort of like receding. So, but that's been going on since the age of about 21. So yeah. I've done pretty well. And what, what colour are you then? Are you a ginge? Have you got a ginger minge? I'm um, not too sure what I am anymore. It seems to have come back more brown. I used to be blonde. Oh? Yeah. Little blonde bimbo. <laughs> now it's, but um, yes, I have hair now, but it's looking good. <laughs> <laughs> Said fourteen-year-old Phil and by, twelve-year-old Phil. And don't forget, the name is now PG and Simon. <laughs> <sighs> from from Baker Grove. That's it. No, oh, you, 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 you're seriously going to try and make that stick, aren't you? I certainly am. <laughs> um, I'll be honest with you, boys. That's a podcast waiting to happen. <laughs> All this get- guesting on each other's shows is just a fucking waste of time. <laughs> just get together and make a fucking podcast and get on with it. Yeah, we've we kind of done that on my other one now. But... <laughs> it's Simon what? Says with Phil. Exactly. It's boss. I love it. Um, so what have we got coming up on this episode, boys? Well, we have a, a, a three-phase opening for uh, Florida from the task force. Oh. Uh, yeah. Is that a thing? Did he drive around in a van with a black man with a Mohican? Possibly. Solve, solving crimes and drinking milk? Yeah. Probably do a better job. I ain't opening no theme park, fool. Well, we, they just they just released a, a three pa, a, a three phase opening schedule on the tax task force. So we'll just give you a quick rundown of that. Okay, and what else have we got, Phil? I will just tell you of a few things that I have noticed has started to reopen on International Drive, um, and a few other places. 
there's some places that unfortunately as well that have fallen foul. Yes. And won't be reopening. I think you know of as well. So I definitely okay. know of one. Fuck all to bring to the table. <laughs> Uh, apart from positivity and rainbows and unicorns and happiness. So, what are you drinking, boys? Uh, well, I just cracked mine open, as you've probably just heard, because I can't wait any longer. Uh, I'm on the Budweiser. Hey. Dear, dear. Well, as Simon knows, I've left San Miguel. I now joined the Cronenberg 1664. Oh, the drink of the hardened drinker. Yes, and I am on Cherry Pepsi Max. Oh, yeah, what are they with me? Tea. Dinner. Tea. <laughs> two, two against one of you. Yeah, it's tea. Yeah, but as we've learned, down south, we vote everything and get everything our way, apparently. But look, like, like Brexit. <laughs> Another sore subject. Well, I've, I've got a. a, a um, a petition together to get Liverpool moved to Scotland. So, I'll sign that. <laughs> I'll fucking sign. <laughs> right. So go ahead, Simon. You crack on with yours. Yeah. Tell us what about this this uh, well task force. They've brought in a uh, a task force to evaluate the exit of their lockdown, which uh, consists of four phases. It says three, but they're saying phase zero. So, they're technically four. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. That's the zombies. So, technically, phase zero was the one that they was just in, as of before this recording, uh, where yeah. everything was shut, and like they, they were. And then they're going into, yeah. they currently just moved into phase one, which is similar to what they've already got, but they're starting to get people back to work, uh, travel for non-essentials, bars and pubs are still closed. But restaurants can start to look to be open, I think. So we just quickly need it. Yeah. Parties of no more than 10 people at a time and restaurants can must be separated with no more than 50% capacity. Uh, gyms are shut. Uh, recreation areas are open during the day. Uh, that includes beaches. The large venues are all still shut, including theme parks and sporting venues and vacation rentals. So that's just a gist of what phase one is. And obviously when they okay. get past the phase one and go into phase two, which is worth for all you uh, theme park people, uh, in, fe- in phase two, large theme parks are looking to open uh, at limited capacity and strict social distancing and proper measures to clean and disinfect uh, so that's the one that you'll be looking for if you want your theme parks open. Uh, gyms will be open as well and fitness centres, uh, all state parks and public beaches will be open. Restaurants will be open up to 75% capacity, uh, making sure that it keeps social distancing. And really, it's, and pubs and clubs and nightclubs will be allowed to open fully. Uh, serve of alcohol, uh, but they're only allowed to do 50% service at 50% capacity as well and that's really the main gist of that and then obviously phase three the final phase will have uh, non-essential travel and everything can start to continue Uh, you can travel anywhere 
the bars and pubs are still open. Uh, mustn't serve more than 50% of sales from alcohol. Should be open in a full capacity. I don't understand that one. So they can only they can open up fully, but they only have to start after after alcohol. They better ban the Irish then. <laughs> that one that really did baffle me when I was reading it. Uh, restaurants are back at full capacity. Uh, all your state parks are still open. Large sporting large sporting events will start to look at opening with uh, limited social distancing protocols, and your theme parks will return to normal operations with limited social distancing protocols. And your vacation rentals will finally be able to resume, which I think is a bit weird, since <coughs> hotels and all them can open in phase two. But have you seen rentals... about hotels? Sorry? Go on, what have, what have you seen about hotels? About, though? apparently, Disney are now officially online taking bookings for, I believe, the 1st of July for Disney hotels. Yeah, yeah they did that. Yeah, but I, I, out of all them, I understand what phases are doing. The only one that baffles me the most out of all of them uh, is the vacation rentals. Why is a villa that is self-contained not not allowed to open, but hotels can? I just can't figure that one out. <laughs> um, coming from a cleaner, um, cleaning staff, because um, when people stay in villas, they, they might do a quick clean staying there but then you're going to have to get a deep cleaner afterwards so I've got a feeling there's probably a lot of cleaners in America different types of companies if they're not hotels or pretty furlongs it's probably harder to get them back yeah well that makes a little bit more sense but it just didn't seem and maybe villas don't get cleaned as mm-hmm. you know if you're on a two week rental that villa's only getting cleaned yeah. every two weeks and then um Sorry to carry on a bit. They've got an ongoing one about small and rural businesses, which I won't go into. And then the tourism side and making sure that everyone is hurricane ready because last week was hurricane <laughs> awareness week because the hurricane season, I think, officially starts today. Whee! It's going to be a plague of locusts. <laughs> well, they've got love bugs right now, so. Oh, they're going to be absolutely riddled with them now, aren't they? Oh, yeah, especially with no one around. Well, my mate in New York, he, he put a video on um, Facebook yesterday or the day before. Snowing. <laughs> Snowing wow. in New York. Ugh. Climate change. No. <laughs> yeah. So, as, is there any dates? No, there's no dates. It's uh, sim. So, this yeah, is a so rolling. rolling. When they move, like, for example, the moon into phase one, when they realise that they've, they've, they've put graphs on the actual thing as... as of the sliding scale, so when they get to a certain uh, like angle down the the curve, as they say, when they hit a certain point, they'll move into phase two. But they've also state, stated that if in any particular phase the cases and deaths start to rise, they'll revert back to the first case, uh, the first phase as well. So they'll be going back and forth if they have to, or they'll just keep going down the phases. I mean, that implies to me that Florida is going to be a local place for local people for quite some time. Yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't notice where the uh, tourism bit was because something there is something about traveling outside of um, the state, but not traveling into the state. Uh, not a quick, no. I know. I watched. Uh, I watched Adam the Woo the other day and. 
he flew back and then self-quarantined. He flew from Florida to LA and then quarantined himself for two weeks. Would he be able to fly back? What the <laughs> hell was that? Somebody got the guitar out? Nope, that was YouTube starting up because I was trying to check something for us. Right, yeah. It did. Uh, um, but... I see what you're saying about Adam Wu. Because we're in phase one, it says um, any travel in, into any state including New York, Florida, anywhere, self-isolate for 14 days upon arrival in Florida and out of Florida. So that's the worst long weekend in yeah. history, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Uh, employees, so, said, then it says travel continued in phase one should avoid non-essential travel and adhere to CDC guidelines regarding isolation following travel. I'll just quick. And then... Uh, Individual in phase two, individuals may resume non-essential travel, and there's nothing about any 14-day quarantine in phase two. And when would the theme parks open? The phase phase two, because I mean, basically, a lot of the the staff for for Walt Disney World don't live in Florida. They'll have gone home to be well, with their a, families, won't they? I know a lot of people. They've also that's a big thing. They've also lost the college ones. Yeah, well that, that's what I'm saying. The big thing is Disney have literally cut the staff down by seventy five percent. And fifty uh, percent of that seventy five percent are college programmers. And there's no one to replace them in August. So Wow. I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, Phil can yeah, do, you can it. do it. Twenty. I want to be on forty-seven dollars per hour. I want health insurance, top grade. I want to stay in the hotel of my choice, and I want free dining. And I'm ready to do it. Yeah, you do that, and they just take. They'll pay you forty-six thousand dollars and take forty-five thousand off you for accommodation in tax. <laughs> yeah. As long as I get my free yeah. food and drink, I'll be fine. So, what about yourself, Phil? What have you got? Have you well? Have you got any opinions on on any of that? Um, it's a tough one. I've looked at graphs around Florida and numbers and all that stuff, and it seems that Florida and the states around it are doing a lot better than most of America. I, God knows why. We don't know who's telling the truth on numbers or how they're counting stuff right now. So, it's a tough one. I, it's, I've got to that point now. I'm literally just sitting back listening to experts and i'm going to see how it goes because we've never been here before um everyone can guess but until some until we go through all this we're never gonna physically know we're we're, we're on a learning curve still so that's what everyone's everyone's got their opinions but i'm just going to sit back now relaxed and see what happens because there's no point getting upset about what's going on or not because um we really don't know what's going to happen from week to week now do I think they've done a great job in Florida? Mm, I, I personally think that maybe they've rushed it a little bit. But if it pays off... But that's the thing. We don't know. We don't know if this idea will work. We just don't know. And again, I mean, we all work in workplaces where health and safety is your own responsibility. Definitely. So, me... Me personally, would I be getting on a plane if I could? No, I wouldn't. But that's not to say the person sitting next to me doesn't want to go. So it's not for me to say you can't go to Florida or you can go to Florida. I just will be... I'm always super cautious. Yeah. You know, we we 
we cancelled that holiday in ninety nine in in ninety one to Kuwait. We we just didn't go in the end because it'd been invaded. <laughs> so that that's how cautious I am. Well, I think I think that's um, I, I wouldn't have gone there. <laughs> Definitely wouldn't have gone there. There was a war going on. <laughs> um, and uh, it's it's not really fair putting me putting used to on the spot saying would you go? Would you go? Would you go? Because you, you couldn't go. You can't go now. Um, even if you wanted to. If the experts said it was safe to travel, I've got no children myself, so I don't have to think about extra people. I would go. But I do understand with people with kids, they've got an elderly family who might live with them. They've got other members to think about. So I can see two different ways of people looking at it. Yeah. I think I think once the parks do open... Um, in whatever capacity, and once the vloggers get in there, because they will, we know they will, 20th of May is going to be a big day at Disney Springs. I, you won't see the young will... Tim Tracker, though. No, God bless him. He's um, got a baby. Big shout, out for, big shout out for Tim Tracker. He's he's staying away, sensible. The others, not so sensible. So these people, once I think once people see what it actually looks like in real life, why would you bother? Do you know what I mean? I think I think it'll be an an, an eye opener for a lot of people. If I get there this year, I've already stated I'm not going anywhere near Disney because that is the main theme park in Orlando, and definitely would go nowhere near Magic Kingdom. Um, I, I'm just going to stick away from Disney for a couple of years, apart from I think Disney's got boring, but and overpriced. But we'll go on about something else. <laughs> the prices are prices are not going to come down anytime. No, they'll, they'll, they'll be going up if anything. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if the this this is unprecedented times as we're living in now. You wouldn't be surprised if prices were doubled to keep headcounts down, to keep numbers down. Yeah. If they were to double the prices, I'd still pay. Yeah, if you if you if really want to go, you'll pay. But if you can't afford it, yeah. You can't go. So I think that's what they might have to look at doing. They might have to look at pricing people out of going to put people off. Just for the, just for the, yeah, just for the short term until you can get you know some of the money be, back to uh, people This off. is not just a stab at Disney, but you know what Disney are like. When Disney put things up, they never bring the price back down again. So exactly. this could be a double-edged sword. Because, yeah, they could make it prices go up to stop people coming and then say well we're not taking the price down because people still came so and the thing is whatever Disney yeah, do you, Universal yeah. follow and uh, Universal have got a third gate to pay for which is now a year behind so. was that really ever going to be ready by 2023 that <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> no definitely not you see, I know that the Universal are pretty quick at getting roll, uh, roller and and Obviously, um, rides built quickly, but to do a whole theme park from scratch, building the infrastructure underneath as well, no, nah. it was no way it was going to be up ready for them. Twenty twenty five, maybe. So, do you, you're, what you're saying is they've buried the bad news in the COVID, yeah, malarkey, <laughs> yeah. Oh, who's coughing? Who's coughing? It's not me. I'm not, it's not me anymore. But. Um, 
going back, going on sort of the Epic Universe, they did file a permit uh, last month for the underground drainage. And you think if they're building a theme park for under that under underground drainage, you think they would have put the permit in before they started to build it. <laughs> you think it would have been if it was going to be open in yeah. twenty three. You think the sewers would yeah, be in so, by now. Um, that permit has actually delayed it by at least three months because it takes three months for the applications to go through sometimes or two months. So See, this is why we brought them onto the show. This is why we did it. Stato. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. Random crap I find out. Fucking... I remember it. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about random crap. Did you find out about the 14 day travel embargo thing, whatever's meant to be going on for this country? If you travel abroad? Oh, for this country? Yeah. Because it's... I came out today, but I couldn't be bothered to read it. Yeah, it's uh, anyone who comes in uh, in phase three or what the COVID, oh, COVID, phase, so, COVID level so, four and three, whatever the word Right. So this is my <laughs> point, see? So we're in four, we're going down to three. Yeah. This is my point. The, the, the press and newspapers and that are all saying bam, but they're not saying the phases. This is what mm. I thought. Well, so phase two and one, that's not going to be happening. Well, we don't know. I've not actually read the full document yet because I'm still not released it to the public. But it's um, everyone has to do it except for key workers uh, can go straight back to work. I'm a key worker. So are you. So is Craig. <laughs> so. But I'm not getting on an aeroplane anytime soon. <laughs> what? To, not even to Scotland. I'll drive. If Nick, if Nicholas Sturgeon will have Liverpool... I'll I'll Nicholas Sturgeon don't shut the borders. Love it. Nicholas Sturgeon should invade England. Well, they always start with York. Yeah. Right, so, um, Phil, tell us what has started to open. Well, I've been watching loads of YouTubers, and um, the first one I saw is the Florida Mall was slightly open alarm, believe, on the weekend. (laughs) Literally, hardly any shops. So, (laughs) Simon's dying. It was nice knowing Simon. So, I just did that into my my table so you can hear it. Uh, we did. I think he's got COVID-20. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyway, Florida Mall, um, I think today or tomorrow, uh, oh God, uh, what day of the week are we on? We Monday, so Wednesday I think it is. The Florida Mall, more shops are going to be opening. The food court is already fully open. That's something I would keep away from, personally. <laughs> did you see the, Did you see the food court on um, the other one that you've just said? The other one, yeah. Florida Mall. Not the, no, the other one. The YouTuber you're on about. Yeah, yeah. The YouTube. You're you're watching the YouTube. I've got so many YouTubers and so many things I've watched. I probably forgot which ones they are. <laughs> no, which is the other one that's open? Um, we got um. Let's have a look. We've got um. What's it called? Open. Old Town's been opening up again. No, the 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 Florida the Prime Outlets. Thing. Oh, the Premium Outlets. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen the food court in there? I oh, have. I've, so that... I've been in them, and I wouldn't touch them on a good day. The only one I'd use though is the, is oh. the Five Guys. That's the only one I've ever been to in the. Well, I've, I've heard that about you. Oh, you know all the Five Guys. <laughs> We've you know eaten. Come on. <laughs> We've eaten in there, and it's a very, very busy food court. There's a Quite lot of as well. There's a lot of tables. Well, it's open now. None of the food courts bits open. 
but the tables are there. And I again, I don't know how they can sustain this business model because there's a table every 10 feet or so. And there's all these food court, there's all these businesses like the Panda Place and everything like that, yeah. whatever. Well, they can't, they've got to sell that food that they're making. But if you've only got 10 tables where there used to be 40 tables, it's not going to work. It's just not viable. And I know it's only a short-term prop because once you go up to the next phase, you can have more tables in there. I get that. But in the short, you're not going to open your business if you're going to be losing money. You're paying rent, you're buying product, you're paying staff, and then half the stuff that you, you make is going in the business. Well, let's be truthful. How many people are actually going there right now as well? The locals ain't going to be there much. Well, the lo- this, me and Simon were talking about this before. I don't think locals go to these type of places. I really don't. I think they'll go to Walmart or Super Target or the local restaurants and stuff in their local area. Yeah. I don't think they, they go in the outlets necessarily. No. The, the outlets are of a tourism thing, really, aren't they? Um, yeah, I mean... Unless, unless, unless open... a local really needs something but they're not bothered about it being last year's product. So. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe. But to open a shop in there, you've got to fire up the air conditioning. So there's your electric bill going through the roof. You've got to pay your rent. They'll all be rent-free for months now because nobody's able to afford the rent. You've got to pay your staff. You've, you, you know what I mean? You've got to all bring in supplies. I, I don't know. I just don't know. Whatever. I'm happy. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> So, Gwed, where, where else is well, open? As I said, we have now got Old Town Kismet open. Um, yet again, not everything's open there. They're working in phases. Um, I don't know if you two watched the YouTube video. Did you see the 99 cents bottles of Pepsi? The, no. These things are humongous. They do it in their like little old-fashioned grocery store in there. And this guy, he's gone about them for months. And, and finally, I saw him buy one. This bottle was massive. I thought ninety nine cents. I thought we get conned in England, but um, <laughs> I'm not having, the ghost shop's not. Um, the ghost store, whatever it is, the ghost show, whatever it's that's not open though. Um, kiss me. Neither fun spots are open yet. Um, I drive. We're getting to see more and more restaurants open now. Um, whatever that really bad, um, what you call roller coaster place on I drive whatever it's called, the, the terrible cheap one with the slingshot, that's not open. Thank God. I think it should be shut down for good. Because I think it looks trampy. But, and and hasn't done some of the some of the, of the outlawed buffies? Um, they, no, they haven't said. Um, they're definitely not open yet, though. Um, I can't imagine how people would want to go to a buffet at a precise moment anyway. So... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, that's a strange one. And as from today, I think the, as they call it out there, pup up, um, mini crazy golf, whatever you want to call it, is now open on Intestinal Drive as well. Yeah. The Conga, the, the Conga golf one that we mentioned in the previous podcast. Yes. So I'll go back and listen and find out. Uh, find what is out. actually a cr- it's across from the Endless Summer Hotels. Yes. So, so definitely life is starting. Yeah. To. In some semblance, get back to normal. Yeah, I. But it's it, it's pretty much far from normal. No, 
What long is, is, way is to go. Is McDonald's never shut? McDonald's it never shut. You weren't allowed to eat in. You could walk in and buy your food and take it out, or you could use the drive-thru, but it was never shut. You see, that's puzzled me over in the UK. We've got so much drive-through stuff. We've even got drive-through <sighs> Starbucks and that now. But I would have thought they could have well, stayed open. We, I've just been shopping today. Um, the KFC that's been opening my new local site. It's only been open five months. It only opened just before the lockdown anyway. Literally, they were queuing, I'd say, 70, 60 to 70 cars were queuing to go into do the drive-through when oh, I went shopping earlier. God's sake. I'm like, oh, my word, it's chicken. <laughs> yep. Go home and make your own chicken. But, it's not very good either. <laughs> but the point is there, the, the McDonald's around the corner yeah. is still shut. So there's, there's 70 cars there waiting for food. Well, to be honest, so it, so, is, it is the only major fast food place I've got in my town where I live. Wow. And I live, I, obviously, you know I live in Bolton, but I live in a smaller town in Bolton. And Bolton. Bolton. Uh, I live in a place... Bolton. <laughs> Living in a really small town called Farmworth, and that's the only real fast food place we've got because all the other ones got stopped by my mum. But <laughs> I won't go into that. No, 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 you're going into that later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when we go behind yeah. the paywall, you're going into that. Right, talking about talking about drive throughs, it could still open, it's brand new on International Drive near Rosen in Internationals. There is now a Never got time to open at first, so we'll see what happens. But there's meant to be a Taco Bell now. What's a drive through on International Drive? Yeah, I've seen that. On a, yeah, so that, that looks good. I've never been able to find a Taco Bell in Florida. The only one I've ever found was uh, Manchester Roundhouse. <laughs> that makes sense. You do find some uh, some weird fucking places in oh, England, you. <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts in St. John's Precinct. Oh, don't. I wish I had one of them in Crawley. Yeah, we can leave it till afterwards, but this one I actually drove to deliberately just to go there for the drunk Dunkin' Donuts for the donuts and the coffee. The drunken, the drunken donuts. Yeah. Laced with vodka. Yeah. Um, so has, has any of your businesses actually gone under? Phil? I believe there's a place, I think it's called Tomato something. It's a restaurant which like, specialises in soups and that. It's meant to be a big chain in America. I should have wrote the name down, but I've never been there. Is it Happy Tomatoes or something? Something like that, yeah. That's shut down, and the bar pub what's right next to the Rosalind International, a massive one called Game Changers, officially said um, goodbye this week. So they're gone as well. It's a shame, because that's apart from it being an absolute disgusting Tottenham pub, it was, but, you know, it was a good pub, um, had a good atmosphere, and it was really big as well. If anything... That pub, you, it was so big, you could have literally had 50% in there and had more than most of the pubs down in Tesla Drive. Hmm. Well, I mean, there's, there's a weird thing in, in Britain, isn't it? All, all our ale houses have been shut, as you know, for a couple of yeah. months now. But all that beer it, that was in the, the pipes and everything like that and the barrels... It's basically gone off. Oh no! The pubs, the pubs around there was were giving people buckets of it when they were leaving. Um, and the pubs down my way, when at, when this all first started, they were selling it to people. So what they were doing, they were t- people were telling them what they wanted, and they were putting it in tubs and that, and then they'd leave it outside. That they watch that person show up, and then take it home. Wow. Gutted. I could have probably killed but myself. The, the, 
But there was a bit. There was another big one that's opened up. Uh, Dave and Buster's at Icon Park. Yes. Up. Across the road, really. Well, like. yeah, it's still, it's still, like yeah. that. it's still more like an Icon yeah. Park. But it's, uh, it's, yeah, I believe that's opened up yesterday. That's an arcade, up. isn't it? Yeah, that's what, an arcade restaurant. That's the one that baffled, baffled me the most. Literally, we're touching everything. Yeah, and it's open. I just don't. <laughs> unless you, unless. You, you change your gloves every time you, you touch a machine. I don't know. To make this issue, you're I know. hand sanitizer when you walk in, maybe. Yeah. I do know, though, if you want a beer, Twin Peaks is open on an international drive. And you both probably don't know what Twin Peaks is, do yeah, you? Yeah, a shit TV mm. show from the 90s. <laughs> Fucking overrated. Twin Peaks. Exactly. Twin Peaks uniform is a bit of a lumberjack ladies like Hooters. Oh. Oh yes. Oh <laughs> well, you know, my, out of all my interest is peaked. Out of all this darkness, new new flowers will bud. So absolutely. Yeah. Um, right, let's move on. After Dark Podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com. The home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.hhnunofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Our three things, uh, our hundred things to do in Orlando before we Sounds die. Um, is yeah. this 10, 11 and 12 now? This will be, I think so. Yeah. Should be, yeah, because I think we've done it three times, haven't we? Okay, well, I'm going to go first. Because oh, just to, um, just to f- fuck um, fill up, because I reckon we've got the same thing. I don't reckon you have. I reckon we have. <laughs> I am. I am going to four six five five Vineland Road, Orlando, Florida, to the Holy Land Experience. Definitely not the same thing. Oh, the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> so um, at the moment, it's currently free to park, but as of it's shut, obviously at the moment, but it will reopen because Jesus said, and. Um, it's going to be ten dollars to park your car from November. After three o'clock, it'll be free. Um, annual pass holders, annual pass holders. Remember that people are free. Mm. Um, the ticket prices are where are they? Fifty dollars per adult, thirty-five dollars per child, and little ones getting free. And there's just so much to do there. It's it, oh, fantastic. It's it. <laughs> uh, I just like. I, I just think it'll be amazing to go back in time to biblical times to see the Romans walking around, and to see these Bible stories played out. You know, the three o'clock crucifixion. Do you know what I mean? Dis- yeah, they, they, they do that, don't they? They actually have. Someone walking with a cross, don't yeah, they? Yeah, just that type like of stuff. In the middle of it all. I just think it, I mean, 
again by doing this show, I'm I'm getting into stuff that has been shut off to me because I've been in Disney or Universal for so long. I'm really starting to think. Do you know what? Yeah, I could do that because that's a that's a day in itself. Surely there's live shows, there's live musicals and everything in there. Oh, I just I just think it'd be a really interesting and different day. So that's mine. Do you want me to give you a different night? Go ahead then, lad. Right on International Drive yet again. We have mangoes. Tropical cafe. Oh, now you can have a dinner show there. Yeah. That's pretty much once it decides to fly up again. Our Mango's epic dinner show is a throwback to the classic super clubs of yesteryear. Um, the Tropicana in Havana, Cuba, and the Cotton Club of New York City are part of the DNA. Each of it is an exciting, family friendly experience, suitable for all ages from Brazilian samba to Cuban conga and variety of Latin beats and hip hop. 80s and 90s music, Michael Jackson acts, um, feather costumes sort of shows. Um, it's a magical atmosphere, and obviously you have dinner there. They also have a nightclub in there, what I'm guessing is for obviously adults. And then you've got something called the Voodoo Room, voodoo. what I didn't know about. Oh, Voodoo, <laughs> you do. We do. Oh, voodoo, I will be going to find it out when I go next. It is a sexy high oh. heels call in the Voodoo Room located on the second floor of Mangoes. Blow the roof off, get your hangout going and chill out with your friends and favourite bottle of cocktails served with the hottest staff in Orlando. Featuring Orlando's top DJs playing hip-hop, R&B and trap, the Voodoo Room opens Friday and Saturdays and for special events. And that looks a bit... I don't think that one's going to be for younger people. I think the dinner show floor will be, though. So this is totally different. I can't really give you prices on it because they're not showing any right now. So I would imagine this is a leave a ca- leave the car at the hotel and get an Uber down there. Yes, I think you're going to have one too many drinks here. Yeah, it sounds like it's... For me personally... I would like a nice bar where I can just have a pint, really. I'm not into all the... As I said, there's there's so many different things. You go to the dinner show, it's more family-orientated. As I said, Michael Jackson acts 80 and 90s music, that sort of stuff. Oh, yeah. I'd bite your hand off for that. That would be cracking, that. And you, you'd be in the other in the voodoo lounge, getting felt up by. Um... I'll, I'll be in the voodoo lounge and the nightclub. I, I probably wouldn't stay in the nightclub long, so I'd probably look and feel really old in there. And well, because because you've got a full head of hair now, you'd probably bag off yeah. straight away. <laughs> uh, I must admit, though, it's great because um, I've walked past it so many times, and it always looks busy. So it must be really popular. So. Yeah. Who you, you walk on International Drive? You don't drive. Nighttime, yeah. yeah. That Mangles is that not the one that's opened up a massive big car park at side of it as well? Yes, you know where it is. <laughs> they built a three-story car park for somewhere where there's loads of drinking. Nice. Yes. <laughs> Mangles, yes. Yeah, near. Um, yeah. You so you know how big Mangles is then as well. Then yeah. yeah, it's not. It's not a small building. Well, fingers crossed it reopens. Come on then, Simon. Give us your fucking hastily found. Well, it's not been hastily. It was hastily found, but I was just thinking about it because I've actually done this 
Oh, Cheat. Five, four times Cheat. now. Cheat, dirty boy. No, uh, and we only get to use these once. Oh, dirty so boy. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. In <laughs> Was there a powder? There. Yeah. I'm gonna get it in before. Oh, I bet you are. <laughs> it's something that Craig might find offensive at some point because it brings it back to something Craig said in the past. It's uh, it is Discovery Cove, where you get to swim with a dolphin. So, yeah, it's if you don't know about it, Discovery Cove is part of SeaWorld, but it's a separate theme park that has limited guests per day, and everything is included. Not funding the dolphins, you can't do that, though. But um, you get to swim with dolphins, you've got unlimited food and drinks, you've got beaches and lagoons, your swims, wet wetsuits and your snorkeling gear is all included. Your wetsuits and snorkeling gear is all included. You can go snorkeling with the fish and the stingrays. You can handle tropical fish or hand feed tropical fish, shall I say. Up close with animal encounters is a, a winding river and waterfalls, and your sunscreen and towels are also included. Uh, I have actually done this, like I said, four times now. Um, first time I did the dolphin swim, really enjoyed it. Second time, we didn't pay for the dolphin swim, but we was given the dolphin swim for free. Wow. So that's a little tip. If you book a non-swim, sometimes you can get it, sometimes you don't. And the third and fourth time, we just went and did it because it ended up being like 50 quid for the day on top of our SeaWorld and Bush Garden ticket. So we just used it as an extra day ticket to go to Discovery Calls and get drunk for 50 quid. So... Yeah, it's uh, just uh, just past SeaWorld. If you know where SeaWorld is, it's on the l- if you go towards SeaWorld, SeaWorld's on your right, Discovery Cove is on your left. Uh prices do can get expensive. Go. It's not a cheap place to go. The starting price is uh, $199 for one person and that's for the signature dolphin swim on two parks. Uh, oh, sorry, not yeah, that's a signature dolphin swim package where you get to do the Scubber Cove. But if you do it with SeaWorld and Aquatica, it starts from $222. And if you want to do the Discovery Cove swim and three parks, which is SeaWorld, Aquatica, and Bush Gardens, it's two hundred from $245. But you can get into Discovery Cove for one day for as little as $149. Or a two park ticket and Discovery Cove for $170 without a swim. And $195 you want all three parks without a swim. So if you're going to go to SeaWorld, Bush Gardens, and Aquatica, and it's going to cost you around about $130 to $140, it's worth just thinking about adding on an extra day at uh, Discovery Cove. Um, I'm all for it, to be honest. Yeah. Because I did, uh, last time we went, we uh, booked a little cabana on the beach. So we definitely had a nice bit of a shaded area, guaranteed. Uh, and the year before that, which is the year we didn't do the swim, and we did get the swim for free, uh, we actually swam with the sharks in the shark bay that they've got. And don't you get um, sea whale tickets thrown in? Yeah. It, it depends, I was just saying, it depends on which package you get because you can get a two-part 
package or you can get the three pack or you can just get a day ticket to Discovery Cove now. Could, we split it into three different bits. Could you get shit faced in Discovery Cove? Uh, we'll put it this way. I got the, we did the, uh, on my third time of going, we went in the morning, we had our shark swim at about 11 o'clock. So I didn't have anything to drink before I went and did that. Obviously, I don't want to get my fingers bitten off. Uh, but we went and did that. And then I started drinking around about 12. And I fell to sleep at half past three in the sun and burnt my legs. <laughs> so you you can. if Because literally, it's everywhere. Literally, there's bars, there's little shacks everywhere. You just go up, kind of a bottle of Budweiser. They'll give you a bottle of Budweiser. They do all these extras now. We can have these extra packages where you can get the pale ale beers and extra named whiskies and brandies and stuff like that. But you don't need it. You don't need the drinks package. Just drink as much as you can. We. You don't have to, but you can. I mean, I, I don't. I genuinely don't think I'm going to Florida next year um, on a family holiday. I think we're going to defer it for another year. But yeah, never say never. But this was on our radar for next year because the girls are old enough. Um, yeah. I think we would have had a ball in there, to be honest. I think it's an absolutely yeah, the, wonderful place. Yeah, the, the biggest tip I can give you, if you are doing a swim, it's on a first-come, 1st first serve basis. So if you get there early, the park opens at eight, but they let you start checking your win from around about quarter past seven, I think. And it's free parking as well. So if you are going in a car, you do get free parking. But if you're going there for the drink, don't take your car. No. But if you earlier you get the, the the earlier you get your swim. Right. Uh, it's been a little bit colder because it's fresh water. It's fresh sea water that the dolphins are in, so it is mightily cold. It does make your Jacobs jump back inside you. But it, if you get there in the mornings, you get your swim done early, and you've got a lot, lot more time in the afternoon to do a lot of the other stuff. And have have you done this, Phil? No. Would you consider it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather swim with dolphins out at sea, but that's that's nothing against this thing. I just prefer to be in a real in their real habitat for that. But I'm, I'm not against this. If anybody's thinking that, it's just when I'm in Florida, I I'd rather be doing other stuff. That's the only reason I wouldn't do it. Yeah, yeah, but like I said, though, you could, you, like I said, if you, if you book a non-swim and you get there early enough, they might even give you the swim for free. It's happened to me. So. For that price you're spending, I could get drunk three, four days on iDrive. Yeah, but you want to, I, <laughs> I'm there for 21 nights, don't forget, most of the time. Yeah, but like I said, it's you, you're paying 120 $130 for your SeaWorld Bush Gardens aquatic tickets. Yeah. So for an extra $50, $50 on top for a, a day... Yeah, I'd, it, it it makes sense. Yeah, I'd do for it. Me. I'd, I, I'm desperate to do it. I'll be honest with you. Mm-hmm. It's a bit it's a bit dearer for the swim. Obviously, it's about hundred. I think it's about hundred and ten dollars more oh, yeah. per person. But it's if you're going to get your SeaWorld Bush Gardens aquatic tickets, anyway. I've got a question. Yeah. What about the people who can't swim? Well, you can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, it but, but they do have. They are um, autism certified, certified now as well. So even if your children are autistic, you can still go and they'll obviously do it in a completely different way than they would do normally. Yeah, so I'd definitely do it. 
definitely do it. Yeah, they're well looked after. Uh, you can see, they, they obviously, dol- the, the dolphins won't interact with people unless they really want to. So, or you've got a load, bit of, brain a load of mackerel in your pants. <laughs> well, you might have a mackerel in your pants. But... Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, right. Is there anything else anyone wants to add? No, I'm good. Ways to contact the show, Nothing. boys. Come on, we need a guest. Oh, I man. want a real, genuine guest. Yeah. I don't, God, I don't want anyone from the podcast network. I want a genuine listener to step forward and come on the show. Right, well, the email is morlandopodcast at gmail.com. The Twitter handle is at morlandopod, I believe. Yeah. And I'm BCL1973 on Twitter. So, yeah. Uh, I am Simon and Julie on Twitter. Contact me on there. Julie's his weekend name. Yep. (laughs) I can't even remember mine anymore, guys. I've given up trying to remember it. I can only remember my podcast one. I don't want to advertise that today. Oh, it wouldn't. It would be rude of you not to. Fucking hell. Go ahead. Just fucking say it. Well, that one's at Beyond Aliens. There you go. So hit us up if you want to be a guest. The other, you, the other one for Phil is PDGCFC79. Actually, it's PDGCFC79. So you didn't even know okay. it, but you did know it, didn't you? Yeah, as soon as you said it, that reminded me. I think you need to change that. Oh, that's... Oh, I can't be bothered anymore. <laughs> that was... <laughs> it's not like anybody follows me anyway. Oh, God, I'm crying here. <laughs> right. Talking about that, can we just say as well, before we go... If anybody's local as well who lives in Orlando, yeah, works at the theme park, or anything like that, we'd love you to come on as yeah, well. Definitely, yeah, definitely. Or not even work in the theme parks. If you work in Hooters, give us a help. Give us a oh, yeah. yes, that'll be our first Skype. Call. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or, or Zoom. I'll take uh, control of that one. One on one, right? So on that note, I'm going to say Q. The music. What this machine does is show a live image of heaven. When darkness falls, leaving shadows in the night. Don't be afraid. Wipe that fear from your eyes. Desperate love keeps on.
What have you been watching? And don't be talk, talking Marvel shit. What else have you been watching? I have actually been watching a a documentary on Netflix. I believe a documentary, yeah. And it's not a light. Whatever you're saying with the Tiger King, because everyone's watched that. I thought when you said the documentary on Netflix, I thought you meant a documentary on Netflix. <laughs> what is that thing? <laughs> No, but the one I have been watching is called The Last Dance. It's about the Chicago Bulls, a basketball team, the days of the great Michael Jordan. It's, oh, great, yeah. it's really good. They, they release two every week on a Monday, and um, you get a bit of behind-the-scenes stuff. Obviously, they don't tell us all the truths, but I just watched an episode, and I didn't know Michael Jordan's dad died, and the way he's died, people watch the podcast. It was actually kind of shocking. Oh, yes. See, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. So, watch them. I mean, I only watched that episode yeah. today. I was in shock. He fell out of a plane into a sausage blender, <laughs> and he was eaten at a barbecue at um, a, a priest's house in Grimsby. That, or, that, or Bolton. Or Bolton. Um, I'm just ignoring you now. So, <laughs> anything else you're watching, Phil? Um, pretty much no. Um, I'm watching loads of stuff online, what we're not meant to be able to watch, so I'm not going to say the names of the shows. You might be able to still get them over here so you can pretend that they're on well, okay, the streaming then. I, Today, for example, I've watched the latest episode of Rick and Morty, what won't probably come out in England for another six weeks. So, if anybody likes me to spoil that for them, I can. No, um, I'm going to watch that yet. It's on more. It's on more four, isn't it? It's weeks behind. Oh. Oh well. I, Rick and Morty. I only I knew to it last year, and it changed my life. That's all I'll say. I love it. it. Sprung, he sprung a podcast theme as well. It 
did, didn't he? <laughs> um, what are you watching, Simon? Uh, really, I've just been catching up on uh, some Star Wars Clone Wars. Because there's a new season. Shut up. There's a new season on Disney+. Plus. Racist. Yeah. I've been watching uh, that pop culture on Disney Plus as well. It's like um, looking for artifacts and stuff from the films. From yeah, all the films. So we've watched um, Honey Has Drunk the Kids. I've not watched that one yet. I'm up to uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I literally just started watching them a couple of days. Nightmare on Elm Street? <laughs> <laughs> oh, t- talking about, did anyone see what I watched last night? Oh. It, it, it's, it's, it's an institute of the After Dark Network that you always talk about him. I watched Willow last night. Never seen it. That is um, Warwick Davis, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. God help no, it's, on, it, it, it's on Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah. but it's... I, I wouldn't like have watched it. <laughs> shaving Ewoks running around. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, I'm not going uh, I tell you what I've been doing, though. I have been watching... Quite a lot of 3D, uh, 3D, uh, 360 videos on YouTube as well. Some really good but, ones on there. Yeah. How do you watch them? With a VR headset, I bought one the other day in my PlayStation. Oh, how much? Two uh, two nine nine. Wow. So I, th- I thought it might have been coming down in price. But it's the one that's cut. Co- it's the, it's the the new version with like five different. It's got Resident Evil in it as well. One of the games that I've always wanted to play on the. Have VR you game. seen? They've just released The Walking Dead on VR. No, I've not seen it yet. Um, I've been watching ones like the free stuff on YouTube at the moment because uh, um, someone on this podcast has done a few 3D YouTube films. God knows who. Three sixty. I mean, and God knows who's done that. Yeah. So. Um, and also, there's a channel I found, which I'll plug if I can find it again. Uh, Virtual Walt Disney, it's called. Uh, literally, it's 3D video, it's three, 360 videos of nearly all the rides at Walt Disney World. I so, reckon that would be absolutely amazing. Yeah. So put, put, send us that link and I'll put it in the show notes for this episode. Yeah, just double check the name so if you don't use a link you'll make sure I get the right name and scrolling through at moment. Sorry, waste time. Oh, there's another one I found as well. I've been watching Retro WDW from uh, Walt Disney World from 1971 uh, onwards. Old videotapes that have been done into HD. Absolutely phenomenal. That's a podcast as well, that. Is it? Retro WDW? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's a good podcast. I don't know if it's still going as a podcast, but I... I YouTube, what are you doing? YouTube's gone weird. Uh, yeah, it's Virtual Disney World, it's called. Yeah. The YouTube channel. Um, okay. You've got Peter Pan's Flight, Winnie the Pooh, Tower of Terror, Dinosaur, Galaxy's Edge. Oh, there's all sorts. Mickey's Runaway Railway, even Great Movie Ride, Spaceship Earth, all in 360. Wow. What's it called again? Re- uh, Virtual Disney World. Do you remember when Inside the Magic... Um... When the 3DS come out, and he went into Walt Disney World, and he started taking 3D pictures of everything. <laughs> they weren't. With, oh, I know, yeah. With his 3DS. <laughs> yeah, they only worked on the 3DS, so that's a Yeah, yeah, they, they only worked on the 3DS. <laughs> it was like that. Fucking hell, mate. Got it. Yeah. But, yeah, the, the, there's some... It, 
Oh it is God. actually phenomenal. Some of these 360 videos are They're absolutely bloody phenomenal. good quality as well. Yeah, a lot of them are 4K as well. So, all that sounds. Yeah, turn that down. <laughs> Typical. You want to have a look at one of the bloody habits come on. Um, so, on these headsets, oh, can God. you get 360 uh, Frankie? We've talked about this, Simon says. I don't know if I cut that bit out or not, but... Uh, Probably. Uh, I, <laughs> I haven't, I haven't looked at any of that because it's actually currently downstairs, so Julie can watch it. So, yeah, because that'd be awkward. That while you, you've got a, <laughs> a robot vagina clamped around your dick. Um, well, I've been watching um, that prop show that you said. I've started Clone Wars for the first time ever. Um, I've, I'm working through Ozark. I'm up to date on Better Call Saul, um, both of which are brilliant. Ozark is absolutely phenomenal. Better Call Saul got better and better as each season's going on. Um, Clone Wars season, I'm up to season two now. What a show. Uh, and with the kids, we're sitting and watching the Spider-Man films from start right the way through. So, and after this, we're going on to the Batman. 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 The only guy. The thing is, Batman was really bad at keeping his um, secret identity. If he was a good looking woman, he was going to tell you. I'm Batman. Do you think he said that in bed? I'm Batman. And I've got my FIFA fixed, so I can play FIFA on the PlayStation 4. Um, so that's... Oh, you'll, have to, you'll, have to shoot, you'll have to shoot me your, your ID over to us, dude. Um, BCL1973 again. No, I'll have to do it downstairs. Yeah, that's what I am. I don't mind. No, anyone on Morlando can add me. Mm. Um, I'm Izzy Jewel. Izzy Jewel. Or is it Izzy Jewels? That's what I'm to. Combination of the man and the missus' name. Uh, are you a FIFA person, are you? No, I've, I've tried it in the past, but yeah, uh, they've got that. They've got that um, game show, haven't they, where you can play for up to an hour. Oh, have people. Yeah, I'm sure that you can do that. You can just send them an invite, and you can play for up to an hour on your game. Oh. You don't even have to buy it anymore. Oh, that's good. Oh, I'll do that. Then I'll bat you. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I, I think you have to share that live on YouTube as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll go Liverpool, you go Bolton. Bolton. <laughs> well, I, might as well play, I might as well play with Scarborough or something. Yeah. <laughs> Good hell. Uh, right, boys. One of you say it. Cue the music. Oh, shit. <laughs> Never meaning no harm Beats all you never saw Been in trouble with the law Since the day they was born Straightening the curves Flattening the hills Someday the mountain might get them But the law never will Making their way That's just a little bit more than the normal allow. 
Just a good old boy Wouldn't change if they could Fighting the system like a two modern day Robin Hood Alright kid Best ending of the middle segment ever <laughs> The phone was locked <laughs> Rocking rollercoaster. So, uh, Premier League footy boys, come on, what's happening? I think it's going to come back and Chelsea's going to win their last nine games. Liverpool are going to lose them all. Man City are going to lose eight of them. Oh, Leicester are going to lose. So, you're still going to come sixth then? Fuck off, and Chelsea will still finish fourth. Just because you've got air doesn't mean you've fucking got a brain in there. Well, I'm just reading. Apparently, Chelsea have got over 100 million to spend in the summer. So, it looks like we're going back to our old way of doing things and buying success. 100 million, is that it? Yes. Oh, is that Alyssa, it? Oh, excuse me, has your owners actually bought you yet? Is it, always, is it all this still absolute rubbish chat? No, so, it's, 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 100 it's million gets you one and a half players. But this is Chelsea, we don't need that many. We've got the best youth system in the country already. You haven't. Do you know them poor cunts will get sold on to so you can go and buy a load of fucking shite? Well, when we're Premier League champions again, I'm sure I will not be too upset. Chelsea, I'm, I'm going to keep quiet in this debate until next season. Chelsea will not be Premier League champions for another 10 years. It two, won't happen. Liver, Liver, this is Liverpool, right? This is our one chance to win the league. We're two wins away from doing it. When it's done, we, we have to join the rest of everybody and all start the rebuilding and the tweaking and all that. The best you can hope for now in modern football is two or three seasons at your peak. Man City are waning. They had two unbelievable seasons where they've averaged 100 points a season. They're now falling apart. Man City are finished. They've got to rebuild. And to rebuild now in modern football, you need 500 million. The, the, the arse is going to fall out of football because of this. Wait till yeah. you see the youth players that are going to have to come through because clubs just won't be able to afford it. And that's why Chelsea's probably one of the most prepared clubs in English football right now. Not because I'm a Chelsea fan, but they have just got a phenomenal youth system right now. Yeah, but they're still shit. Shit with keeps the winning stuff. Shit Chelsea with no history. Uh, end of the day, when Mo Salah picks up his second Premier League title with Liverpool, we'll we're, we're say, well done, ex-Chelsea player. Well, yeah, he was on the pitch when Gerard slipped. We, we know all that. <laughs> all the celebrating, yes, I'll never forget that. Off yeah, to Denver yeah. Bar. Yeah, fuck Denver Bar. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, the government are, we're dating the, the show and all that, but basically the governments have said sport can start from next month. So, yeah. how do you, bearing in mind some Brighton player has just tested positive for COVID, considering these these Premier League footballers, God loved them, are supposed to be living a lockdown life. How's he unless got, your name's Carl Walker? Well, yeah, but how's he got COVID, and how do you see? What's your impression of what's going to happen to get this season finished? I don't think it can. I mean, Germany, they're, they're meant to be starting this weekend. Apparently, there's been a team out there that's had five cases in a week. I, yeah. that's just don't, I don't feasibly see how a football comes back for next season yet either. Well, I read an article because um, I can't remember where it, it's from, but 
I share. I did share it. Um, I think I shared it with Colin. And basically, this article said there's there's all this pressure to to finish this season's league just purely to start next season. So just cancel next season, and then because you've got ninety two Premier League games still to play, you've got the FA Cup games still to play, you've got the Champions League games still to play, so on and so forth. It worked out. There was something with all the championship games as well. There's somewhere in the region of 200-odd games of football still to play. So why don't we just take it easy and play football next season to finish this season? So this season becomes the 1921 season as opposed to the 1920 season. And get a just get us in a position where the following season, because you could get the European Championships out the way then and everything. It's, potential, it's a potential solution, but like I said, no one knows what's going to be happening, though, is it? So, Personally, I don't think the Champions League or Europa League should be happening next season, because that's no. travelling traveling everywhere constantly. And you're oh, going yeah. to some really small countries who don't have good health care. And I just think it's too much of a risk. Yeah, I, and as a Chelsea fan, I agree with you because you won't be going anywhere anyway. But um, you're absolutely oh dear. Well, you look look what happens with Atletico Madrid. They flew into Liverpool the mm. day before the lockdown. Three thousand fans, were it? Three, yeah, three thousand fans, and we had a huge surge in COVID um, infection rates after that game. And also, 10 days after that game, Liverpool had them half marathon. And that still went ahead. So, this was yeah. another spike. So, these events, <coughs> I, just, I just don't see. I mean, oh, going, going and playing behind closed doors is all well and good. But you need... Somewhere in the region of two hundred people at that at that venue to make that match because you still need VAR. Um, so it's got to be at a Premier League ground so that you've got the VAR technology. But I'm well, thinking about doing neutral grounds, aren't they, or something? Yeah. How's that going to work anyway? Neutral grounds? I don't. I don't. I can't get that in my head. And this, I mean, the Brighton chairman was on all over the press talking about this. And he's got a point because he's got to come to Brighton's ground. He's got Liverpool, Man City, uh, Man United, Chelsea and Arsenal, something like that, right? So he's literally got the top five teams coming to his own ground at the, in the, this running. And right. potentially he could get results in them games if it's at his home stadium. And he, he, he basically said... Our training pitch is the same dimensions as our match pitch at the stadium. Well, Gerard Ullier brought that into football with Liverpool in the early 2000s. And basically every Premier League team now, their training pitch is the same size as the match day pitch. However, there's other the little things. It's all muscle memory when you're out on the pitch as well. So... Mo Salah will know because of the location of whatever advertising hoarding or a post in the main stand or whatever, that if he puts the ball there, Mane will be there to run onto it. 
So he won't be aiming for Mane. He'll he'll know through training and repetition if I put the ball to that that advertising holding, Mane yeah. will run onto it. That's that's the important thing about home advantage. If you're playing at a neutral ground, they haven't got all that muscle memory. That's why all these semi-finals at Wembley and all that are quite often shit shows, aren't they? It should, never, it should always be a final at Wembley, no matter what. It shouldn't be semi-finals. That's just stupid. But this neutral venue stuff, I don't know how it's going to work because technically you're going to have... If, all, if it's going to be neutral venues and they're going to be doing it over like maybe a five, six-week period or whatever, you're going to have a congregation of all them teams in the same area all the time. Yeah. And then Liverpool will be in one hotel. And yeah. then all the staff have got to be tested for COVID on a daily basis. Mm, we, just... we can't even test our NHS on a daily basis. So how can um, we... Just looking on... online, apparently Premier League clubs are actually against neutral venues. Good. Yeah, I'm not surprised. It should, it should be, because like you said, it's, you, you, the, reason, the reason why you play home and away is because you have home advantage. Pretty much what they're saying two minutes ago, shared Sky Sports, all clubs want home and away matches. It's also the venues. And obviously, I know it's, I know it's, um, this is going to be behind closed doors, but there's still revenue coming in, playing at your own ground. Because you, if you've got, if it's going to be on TV, which all the games, if they do go behind closed doors, are going to be on TV, they're going to get some revenue from it being in their ground. Well, uh, and every the thing is, we're going to be in an amazing situation when it does, and if it does, uh, I mean, if you go into a, a neutral ground, you're putting so much strain on the local police, the local hospitals yeah. for that area. So, say we said Brighton was one of the stadiums, that that small place has got to accommodate maybe ten Premier League teams and two thousand staff and and everything like that. So if you can keep it local to cities and stuff like that, so you're playing in your home grounds. Well, hypothetically, if they did do these neutral grounds, where do you think they would be if they were going to do them? Because personally, I think they'll be in the North West and they'll be in North London. Um, I don't think North London. I would go West Ham's ground in London because it's in the middle of nowhere. Because you don't want places that are all congested up. Yeah. Mm. Old Trafford, I think, because that's on an industrial estate. Yeah. Um, I but would like imagine Villa, ground, Villa Park. That's in the middle of nowhere as well, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I think the Man City. Where's the Man City Stadium? Because it's a, it's a, it's the Etihad near Eastlands. It's Ashton on the line. Um, so, but I was thinking when they, when they mean neutral venues, do they mean like maybe just two or three clubs or neutral areas? You know what I mean? It's got to be Premier League clubs. It's got to be a Premier League because of the VAR situation. Because these stadiums are set up with the VAR. That's why it's not in the Championship yet. Um, Well, the thing is, until they make a decision what's going to actually happen, we're not going to know what's going to be happening, do we? I hope they get the season finished because it does seem a bit crap to the season to be ending. Like it is, if if it does, like you said, create till next season, next year, let it go next year and just scrap next year's season. Like yeah. you said, 
at least you, you can't just stop it. Like it's like thirty odd games, thirty games in, or something, thirty one games in. Some teams have got nine to play. Some teams have got ten to play. Right. So that's so, what I mean. You've got you've got two thirds of the se- three quarters of the season done. You know, you yeah. can't just scrap it. If it was halfway through the season, yeah, I understand that because that's what's happened with my darts at Super League. They've just gone to the halfway season of the match because it was only like two games into the second half. They just, whatever it was at halfway, that's where you finished. And that's how I've done it with my darts. But... I personally think the fairest thing we could do now is call the season off and the last London club whoever won the Champions League should be put as Champions League champions. The last London club who won the FA Cup should be put as FA Cup champions. The last really London club that won the League Cup, the League Cup champion, and the last London club that won the Premier League is um Premier League champions. So shut up and Arsenal and Tottenham fans, we're bigger than you now. Don't oh, wish yeah. you had a new button. <laughs> <laughs> You're literally the Nottingham Forest of the uh, new millennium. <laughs> What quality? You're fucking tiny and you're punching above your weight. Go on then, mate. I'll, 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 I'll let the... I'll, I'll put the elephant in the room. What do you guys think about this uh, takeover for Newcastle? Then? Blood money. Um, I think that's rich when you've got a, a Russian billionaire. Mafia. From your, Mafia. Uh, different, exactly. different, different, different type of blood money. Different type of oil blood money. Not disgusting, evil blood money. Right, I'm not forget money aside. Good for the Premier League or bad for the Premier League? Depends if they spend. Newcastle, Newcastle is a huge um, club. They are a huge club. club. It always has been, but it's all it's been a sleeping giant. Kevin Keegan shook them out of it temporarily, and they nearly won the league. And everybody <laughs> want, wanted them to win the league uh, until you come to Anfield and we done you four three, but. Um, do you remember when Crystal Palace did that? So I'm Liverpool. Semi-final FA Cup, yeah. It's, we've just uh, forgot to talk about that on two tribes <laughs> the other day. Um, <laughs> but And Ghost Hill is back, so it's well worth a listen. Oh, of course. Um, <laughs> but I think Newcastle's been a sleeping giant since the 70s. Since we did it in the FA Cup final in 74. They've definitely mm. got one of the best fan, ba- fan bases in the world football. And they've got one of the best stadiums in Wales football. It's huge. Yeah, it just, stand, it just sticks out like it's, it. The view from up there is absolutely fantastic. You can see the whole whole city from there. And at this precise moment, they've got one of the biggest owners in world football. But I'm going about his belly, <sighs> Mike Fashley. I and hate him. I hate you, mate. I hate him. The 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 thing is, you know, Man City, um, they owned by similar people and it's rinsing money it's it's they're using the club to try and clean their image it's a PR stunt what you've got to worry about is they come in and buy Newcastle and 10 years down the line they want out you know Man City 10 years down the line they want out and what are you left with you've just got to I mean Liverpool we're we're owned by a, a sporting Conglomerate type thing. American. They'll sell us on. American, yeah. They'll sell us on when the time is right for them to maximise the potential for the share people. So, that's my point. You can all slate Roman Abranovich as much as you want, but the guy's put his money's where his mouth is. He's been told he's not allowed back in the country. He's still sticking by the club. I mean, that's the type of owner I like having. 
it's basically money laundering. It's it's washing your dirty money. So he might yeah. well have put his own money in the club, but it's his own dirty money. Putin's money. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, but we'll and... see what we'll see what happens with it. If it up to now it's ninety nine point nine percent certain it's gonna go through, but when it does, because I believe FA have agreed it, it's just waiting on FIFA. In all fairness, it won't happen overnight, Newcastle. No. It's gonna take two to three seasons before they really are tired. Oh yes. Yeah. yeah, as long as they don't go stupid like uh, City did and break the fair play rules. They won't be allowed to. Oh no. But they'll try it because City thought they could do it and they thought they got away with it, but there's all sorts of underhanded ways these clubs now, you know, owners are selling stadiums to nice themselves, it. basically. Um, yeah. Derby have done it. Uh, other clubs in the championship have done it. The championship, if the championship survives this pandemic, it'll be an absolute miracle because the the championship were running um, at a loss, a huge loss, and they won't survive. So mm-hmm. I think at the end of all this, right, I think we're going to end up with a Premier League one and a Premier League two. I genuinely think they've been trying to get that for a few years as well. Yeah, but but I think it's going to be it's going to be that, and it's going to be non-league because I think League One and League Two are literally they're on the verge of collapse at the moment. I think. Yeah, because Bolton Bolton have come out again and said literally they're going to have to look. Yeah, Bolton. Um, They're looking at having to get the administrator, even though they've just been sorted out. They might have to get the administrators back in again, even though they've had this uh, bailout from these people. They can't even afford to keep the club afloat or something. So, Which is frightening because Bolton was a big team at mm. one point in the 90s and into the O's. I used yeah. to drive my train through Hodge Parkway. Yeah, first, uh, they were actually uh, one of the first, the first clubs to play at Wembley and one of the last clubs to play at Wembley. Yeah. I always wanted to go and watch Bolton play because they were never sold out and no. it's not that far to drive, but I just never got round to it. I'll tell you what, you, you should have gone when it was Burnham Park. It was mint. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like a walk to Burnham Park from my house. It's like a 15-minute walk. Wow. Where Burnham Park used to be. So that's uh, that was fantastic with her. Cause I remember the first game, I think I was seven. My mum sent me down to watch uh, Bolton Wanderers against Man United Reserves. And it cost me, I think it was 50p getting Wow. <laughs> Fucking glory days. Definitely. Right. Um, we're, we're going to wind this up. So yep. give a shout out to your podcasts. Come on, Phil. You do yours. Um, Ghost Aliens Beyond. Um, Simon, it has been guest hosting with me. And the most recent one was out now. It actually has a guest from the network, Boston White. She's guesting on it. Episode. So everyone listen. Absolutely brilliant episode. Thank Loved you. Go ahead, uh, Simon. Yeah, I've got the Simon Says podcast. It's currently got me and Phil talking about the uh, Marvel Universe, which we've been going room, about. You two would not bed. Give you uh, an exclusive on here. The next one that we do will be on some of the X-Men films. Oh, so, I love it. Exclusive for this this podcast, and that's it for me. Well, all I'll say is, uh, two tribes out of this pandemic, something good has happened, and two tribes has come back. Uh, it was shelved last year. It's me and my bestest buddy in the whole world. Um, 
and we're talking about Liverpool versus Everton games from, I think we started in 79-80, but every season we go through the games, we talk briefly about the games and the result, but then we talk about the songs that were number one when the game kicked off, when Stuart talks about the TV shows, the movies, the news, and Ghost Silla is back talking about the deaths. She's on the wrong <laughs> show. She's on a cloud. So uh, let's wind it up because I'm shitting and pissing myself. (laughs) Fucking music. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.